1: Good evening, gorgeous people. I'm Aaron Ryan and welcome to the TV Blackbox Big Brother after show eviction interview. Tonight, it was the end of the road for Lulu. She was an important and powerful utility player in the house, and she was a newbie, but one would say playing both sides and going with her heart, rather than specifically with an alliance. But this interview might reveal something completely different. We'll find out. Lulu, thank you for joining me tonight.
0: Thanks for having me, Aaron. How
1: are you? (laughs) I'm really well. Well, let's of course start with the nominations um, before your eviction. You had Farmer Dave, yourself and Sam in the firing line. Now, Dave is a very popular in the house and Sam is with Drew and has a, a bit of an alliance as well. How was your confidence level knowing you were up against Sam and Dave?
0: Well, when I was going up against Sam and Dave, I felt really, you know, oh my God, I cannot do this? You know, it's a, it's a bit hard to go up with one of your best friends, which is Dave. Mm-hmm. So I was really hoping for the best results in the second chance challenge. So that could be me, either me winning the best case scenario, of course, and then <laughs> other or, or Dave winning because I really didn't want to go up with him because it would put the OGs in a really hard situation, you know, so yeah.
1: So your confidence level grew a little bit when uh, Dave won, because I guess it's you and Sam, but um, not enough votes though. That's
0: right. Um, and we, it was so close. It was just one vote difference. So this is the frustrating part, you know, one vote difference. Oh my God. It was, yeah, full on. Just, I, I thought I could do it. Like I knew that would be really tight, as tight as it was, you know, it would be a matter of one, one vote.
1: Mm. Um,
0: but yeah, I guess I was blindsided.
1: Well, yeah, I guess you were. You, But you were talking then just about your friend, Dave. Um, A lot of the housemates that have been evicted have been telling me you just don't see these connections on on television, I mean, I wouldn't have known that you had a, a, a good connection there with Dave. Um, were, were there other people that you had a, a strong connection with?
0: Ah, uh, yes, for sure. I mean, most when the OGs adopted me, I was always, I was really <laughs> close with them. I was really close to them, which is unfortunate that the public doesn't see. So that's why they see me as a floater. You know, I was mostly with them, and um, yeah, so I was, I had a big connection with Reggie and Estelle and Dave. I was always chatting with team as well. So I feel like it's a shame that the public doesn't get to see that part. You know, the public only gets to see the strat- strategic chats and, the, you know, the actual challenges, but none of our relationships in the house. That's why they get confused as well. Um, and I also had, with the newbies, I had Taraz and uh, Lara as my best friends on the other side because I came to the house with them, so, you know, that is a bond, that is a special bond that we hold when we get into the house together, I guess. Mm. And yes, they were like my neighbors in bed, <laughs> We've in bed, yeah.
1: So, so let's get this straight. Um, it was always perceived that you were a floater, but you, but you weren't. You were actually un, in part of the OG Alliance.
0: Yes, absolutely. I can see that um, how the public can see me as a floater because every time they, they show me, I'm looking confused. I don't know. I don't want to declare who I'm working with. And, you know, Gabby and myself, we were seen as floaters because, you know, we were newbies, which later on had a connection with OGs, especially myself, that I was adopted, uh, adopted by them when mm. after they you know, after they saved me. So to me, it was always a touchy subject, the floater situation, because, you know, although although I was working with the OGs, um, there were people like Lara and Taras, like I said, you know, I could not nominate because um, because they were from newbies and they were my best friends from there. And, you know, like we came in the house together and we were pretty close, but team was really, you know, was really trying to, cut my ties with Lara (laughs) and he was like okay let's vote for Lara said no I can't vote for Lara and then he put me up for eviction Uh uh, to scare me and then he saved me so yeah it's quite it was quite difficult to manage the whole friendship from both sides.
1: Well because there was a perception I guess that you were floating um it seemed to be that you were under a lot of pressure because they had these two alliances, then everyone was trying to get you as the, you know, that one extra vote. I mean, there was a couple of other people that people thought mm-hmm. were floaters as well, but people were putting a lot of pressure on you because they just wanted that one extra vote.
0: That's right. So they realized, you know, you even here, um, it's really interesting that some people say, you know, in the on day two, saying, Oh, Lulu is not going to change anything you know, like whatever, I don't need her. But then they realized that more, more OGs come and you really don't need my vote. If, you, <laughs> if you're an EOB, you really needed my vote. And I did change the game. Like I did put, you know, I did help to put Joe for eviction. And Joe was a challenge beast, you know? Mm. So yes, I was working with the OGs and it made it hard for people to see that, um, that I was working with them because none of my votes were shown ever, you uh-huh. know? So... <laughs> So only the people that were actually not lazy and were actually uh, were on 7 Plus to check the extended votes could actually see that I was working with the OGs. I can, I dare to say that I, I probably worked with the OGs more than Dave was, <laughs> 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 than Dave was working. So, yeah, definitely. I just didn't want to declare publicly from the beginning that I was working with them perhaps because I was scared. You know, I was really scared to be honest with you. Like I was, um, I was telling Tim, just leave. There is a time when he's threatening me, him and Reggie in the room. And I tell him, just leave with me. Trust me, trust me. I'm working with you because I just didn't want to talk about it anymore because I couldn't see Joe walking down the corridor, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to discuss this now because that will put a target on my back. Mm -hmm. So, team pretty much pushed me to say, hey, I'm working, pub, uh, like to publicly talk about it, like, hey, I'm working with OGs. But I did not want to do that in the beginning because, yes, I was threatened by both sides. So it was not a good position to be in.
1: So all of that pressure and, and you feeling scared, I mean, do you, do you feel the viewers got to see the real you?
0: Absolutely not. Ah. Like, if you can probably see the difference in my video if you see my, if, have you seen my back backstory? Yes, yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, I'm fun. Like, my friends were like, oh, my God, like, you seem really pressured. You seem really scared. Like, you're not the Lulu that I know. You know, Mm. none of my friends were like, people were actually really worried for me because they thought how pressured and stressed I was there because I was not myself and I felt like I could not be myself because you know I came into the house like day two I was feeling really good like day one you could see me as well like my high levels of energy because that's me but Mm -hmm. then this happened Um, they tried to vote me out and they were really like yep no they didn't all want to talk to me that you could see you saw probably like five minutes of them ignoring me this actually went for the whole time. And it was awful, like coming from the challenge and having those people, like, I, I, you know, we only have a scramble, it's only half an hour. We have half an hour to talk to all those people, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was really a struggle for me to see that, yeah, people have their, their minds made up yeah. and they don't want to talk to me. So they did not want to, I, I made a contact with them all the time. And it still breaks my heart, to be honest. Like, it's really triggering for me to see that scene because it's like, I know how I felt then. Mm. And for me, it's like, oh my God, I never saw myself this low, like in my life, like just feeling like I'm so alone. Like I'm oh, really, wow. you know, and Big Brother was one of my big, like one of the biggest dreams in my life. Like I always watched Big Brother Brazil mm. and I always wanted to be in the show. And then when I go to it, um, this happens, and I remember talking to Big Brother, and I'm just crying, <laughs> I couldn't even talk, I'm like, you know, I can't, I, I'm just in tears, because I felt so alone, and you know, like when you have a bad day, uh, if something happens in your life, and you have, you know, a bad day or something, mm. you can always go to go home, you have your, your safety, you know, you have your friends, you can chat with your friend, you can listen to music, you can do whatever makes you happier, but mm. in that fresh environment when every single person in the house is ignoring me because at that time that was just a newbie's right so it was really tough hey it was tougher than people would imagine so yeah
1: it, it does seem a shame that we didn't get to see the real you because I, I remember reading your bio and it says that your five foot feisty Latino, um, whom, whom the term short and sweet does not apply, and then it goes on to say that you're lovable but careful crossing her. I mean, that's right. We just saw the the, the lovable you, I I guess, and we didn't didn't get to see the, the full the full Lulu.
0: That's right. So I felt like in the house because you know, um, in this edited version, it's really tough to be yourself because you need to be tiptoeing around everyone. Because no. you never know what, whatever I said in the house, I really, I truly felt like, you know, I hate, I, I don't, I hate being, I'm never, I don't like being my, make myself a victim in any way. But I really felt like um, I was tiptoeing around people all the time, you know, mm. and because I have a different background to them, you know, I felt like, oh whatever I say, it can be taken in a different way that I don't mean it. So, you know, although, yes, I am fiery, but I'm really loving, like I'm really Mm -hmm. friendly person, but I just felt like, okay, if I stand up for myself, if I say guys, you know, like there is a time when we are doing the dancing challenge and Dave goes to have a shower and they show that on TV. And I'm like, you know, we're all working so hard for the money because it's a lot of us. And the food is really limited. Mm-hmm. So we are working hard. And then David goes to have a shower. And I'm like, come on, you know, people <laughs> are in the pool, people are doing. And I'm like, always on it. I'm like, okay, let's watch the TV because that's where the screen says, tells us where to go. Mm-hmm. So I was always around there because I could see quickly where to go, pool, pool you know corridor whatever so i couldn't see where to go to dance so mm. i was like come on dave you know and but when i said that sometimes for example people would be mad at me they'll be like oh we don't need to talk like that but if somebody else say the same thing so there are a lot of double standards in the house mm. and even like I, unfortunately this again is not shown but one of the eviction ceremonies um sony talks about it but it was not It was cut, you know. So it's mm. like, yeah, there were double standards. I felt like uh, some people were treated different than the others. Um, and, yes, I was, like, always, I thought, if I want to be in this game, I really need to, I can't be myself. Because if they see the strong Lulu that I am, <laughs> they will try mm. to kick me out again, like, in a heartbeat.
1: Can you, yeah. think of, can you think of an example where you thought some people were treated differently to others? Like, I'm just trying to understand exactly what you mean.
0: Yeah, sure. So for example, you know, people, were com- people would complain for different reasons. So everybody would complain uh, about something different. For example, Dave would be his coffee and you got yeah. to see that right yeah so yeah. dave was always like he was mad about his coffee and i understand that because i love coffee as well so i would complain about the mess like for me like i'm i'm really like i just don't i just don't like mess i just don't like dirty places mm. so the bathroom for example was a mess and nobody gets to see like I, it's really funny because yesterday actually i saw a comment from somebody on instagram saying why is lulu even there she seems like all she does is lounge around the house. She doesn't, she doesn't contribute in any way. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. I don't, I don't answer to any of that, but it's like, do you know that I, I felt, I, I thought to myself, do you know that I actually was the one that cleans the house the most? Mm-hmm. Do you really know that I, I was the one that cleaned the bathroom all the time because nobody bothered because people are too busy in the pool? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if I complained about the mess, I would be like the bad Lulu. But mm. if somebody else complained about something else, like there were no, that was normal, you know, because oh, the poor things, they're complaining because they have a reason. But what, whenever I complained, it was taking in a different, it was a different weight. to so whatever mm. I said in the house was a different weight, mm. you know, so yes, yeah, so I've really felt this way. Like, and Lara, um, no, Lara, Lara, Layla actually mentioned that the environment, like uh, in an interview, she mentioned the environment that was like, when she arrived, she didn't feel welcome. She uh-huh. didn't feel welcome. And she, yeah, because there was there was a clear division in the house between yeah. the, the OGs and the newbies. And I agree with her, I, feel, I felt the same way. Mm. And, you know, although I was a newbie that was adopted by the OGs, so it, I was in a, a, a weird situation. The newbies, when they wanted me, when they needed me for votes, they would try to get closer to me. Mm. But it wasn't always the case, you know. If I wasn't talking straight with them, that was a completely different case, mm. you know. So, yeah, so that's, that's how it was, unfortunately.
1: Well, that, of course, wasn't the only sort of drama in the house. Um, you know, there was <laughs> Tim and Sam and Tim and Dave, then Tully, Drew, Sam. I mean, yep. what's the plan there with you? I mean, do you, do you get involved or stay out? Or sometimes it looks like it's hard to stay out.
0: Oh, yeah. Sometimes it is hard to stay out. But to be honest with you, like with all the drama that I was going through, I could not deal with anyone else's drama. I was like, <laughs> get me out of here, you know, like I really don't want to. Like I try to not to be involved as much as I could because I wasn't dealing already with a lot of stuff on my own. So mm. I really try to stay away from it, to be honest.
1: Well, one of the things that I think the the audience felt A little bit cheated was about Sam's eviction, Um, and then it was a sort of a party surprise at the end. She she pulled that thing, and and the uh, eviction got cancelled. Were the housemates just as you know? Did they feel as cheated as the audience?
0: Uh, Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Because you know there was so many, so many, so much drama. Like after the cage, oh my god, so much happened, and everybody was like, okay, no worries, and this happened, and then she came back. And then honestly, all you could hear is like, why, 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 you know, why? And then she came back and then she wanted to, she wanted people to, she wanted to confront people about who voted her out. Mm. And it's like, you know, it's, why are you asking that? Like, you should ask not who, who voted you out, but why people are voting you out. Like, just, just try to understand why people are voting you out. Like you were spending a time, a lot of time. With your partner, and you're not really you're not really talking to anybody. So what do you have to contribute in the house? You know, so that mm. was the issue. And also by then, I was just being like fully myself. Like I was just coming out of my shell finally. So mm. I just felt like okay, I can get enjoy. You know, I, I can be I can I can relax a little bit. Mm. So I can actually I was even talking to I was talking to most housemates then. You know, both sides. Bec- mm. and then I was creating my connections like a strong connections with people and then she came back and I was like yeah so yeah, it nothing changed, nothing changed she came back and nothing changed mm. and she goes to eviction again and the first thing she does is what? Ask people who voted <laughs> for me <laughs> and I'm like really? Does that matter? Like you didn't learn the lesson you know, there is yeah. a reason why people keep keep voting you out but anyway so yeah it is what it is
1: I guess we'll see if she's got uh, nine lives uh yeah as, yes. the, as the, the weeks progress we'll see so that's
0: right
1: the good old hindsight uh hindsight game now I mean you've learned a lot you've been talking a lot about strategy and the drama in the house I mean knowing what you know now what what would you have played the game differently if you had a do-over
0: um yes i would play the game differently like i would probably not trust not trust the um i always trust my gut but there are times that you know you just really gotta have a leap of faith because you don't have the numbers and you know some people that really thought that that told you that you, that they got your back although mm. they don't work on the same side as you for example jc you know i really regret. Um, helping him out I really regret having that because they're not sh- the, the thing is but people not people don't really see these conversations on the background which is a shame mm. because they all there was there were there was a lot of backstabbing like when when I told Tim I cannot vote for JC and Lara is because Lara was my friend and JC I just came back from a challenge with him and I just we had 30 minutes to scramble and I go to him and say look in his eyes and say hey I'm not voting you. Do you have my back? He said, "Yep." And guess what he does? And he votes me out. You know, he puts me in the fire line again. So mm-hmm. it's like I really regret trusting people um, from from the newbie side because mm-hmm. they, you know, they were playing against me. And also, yeah, I I don't think like I regret working with the OGs. I probably regret mm-hmm. not. Um, just being afraid because, um, but again, like, how can you, it's really hard when you're in that situation because, you know, I could publicly speak and say, Hey, I'm working with OGs, you know, don't try to, because I look like a floater when I wasn't, Mm. I was just secretly working with them, but it also would put me at that would put a target on my back. So you never know.
1: Well, let's talk about someone that also was probably, well, is, is not being up front, and that's the new intruder, Brenton. Um, mm. If you watch the episodes, um, it actually looks like, from the audience' point of view, that you're all falling for it, um, you know, with him playing dumb and pretending, oh, you know, is this big brother? I thought it was on Survivor, you know, sort of not thing. Not me. <laughs> yeah, so, so not you?
0: Not me. Definitely not me. Brenton didn't, I didn't fall for his BS in any way at all. Like, he was, as soon as he came in, he was like, oh, just showing that he was so oblivious of everything that is happening. Trust me, I did not fall for any of that. I'm mm-hmm. like, surely you no know Big Brother, surely you've seen Big Brother, like, surely. Not even if you don't like it, if you never watch in your life, you mm-hmm. still know how what it is. You still mm-hmm. know the show that it is. So yes, I was like, nah, mate, you're really young. You should know Big Brother. you know you know what's going on here and you're not fooling me you're trying to make up make out to be like this stupid guy but nah I can see I can see through your bullshit
1: (laughs) (laughs) um let's have a quick game of choose a housemate Lulu um who's who's the most genuine
0: the most genuine is definitely Estelle Hmm.
1: yeah hands down Estelle well, there you go. That's the, the first one we had for Estelle. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the first one. Wow, that's surprising to me. She's really genuine. Yeah, I mean, generally, we've, you know, we've, we've had Reggie um, and Taras um, and, and now Estelle. So, you know, there's, there's a few people that people think are genuine. Uh, what about the most uh, non, well, non-genuine, I guess? They, they could be lying to your face.
0: Okay, non-genuine, I've got to say Drew. You know because drew was really like um he was really lovely f- in front of me but be- behind my back <laughs> i heard that he was just not nice uh... so it's like yeah which is a shame because you know like i really i thought i had i thought we had a good friendship going like not like you know we were we get we got along well that's how that's how i saw him that's how, mm. how i perceived him but yeah apparently not apparently he was just Begging me behind my back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, who's some of your favorites? You know, um, ones that you'd like to have over for a uh, for a barbecue and get to know uh, more.
0: definitely the OGs. Like, I really like Trevor. I like Estelle, of course. Estelle is one of my one of my amigas there. And I um, Reggie, Tim, Dave, Stu. Uh, I forgive you, Dave, <laughs> for <laughs> all the craziness that you've done. Um, yeah, all the OGs, like mostly the OGs I would have in my house. Um, definitely Taraz and Lara and Gabby for sure.
1: What about the, uh, the newbie housemate that you think could go the furthest?
0: Okay, so the newbie housemate, I believe he can go the furthest, is Johnson. Johnson okay. is very strategic. And, like, the way he thinks about the game, he's, like, the biggest Big Brother fan in the house. Hmm. Me and him were the biggest Big Brother fans. And he plays really strategic. He is there. Like, he has the game all figured out, you know? Hmm. So I really think he could go further. And also Taraz. Like, Taraz, you know, he's he looks like this quirky, <laughs> friendly guy, but he's actually really strong as well. So... I really feel like he could get, he could go far, yeah.
1: And and what about um who who would you like to win Big Brother?
0: Oh, definitely Reggie. I would love to see Reggie going going further and and heading the, the final line. You know, I really would love to see her up there. And I really hope she wins because she's so deserving, you know, she's so deserving of the prize. And, yeah, I think, I really think she deserves the prize and she's such a strong woman. Like, Mm. she gave 100% of herself in challenges, although, you know, she had the limitations, the you know, the eyesight limitations. But, like, she's amazing. She's a powerhouse.
1: You mentioned uh, earlier in the interview um, about Big Brother in Brazil because that's, uh, you know, where you grew up. How, how is yeah. that different to the Australian version? Is it, is it different?
0: Oh, so different. <laughs> big Brother Brazil is still live. So it's a big hit. Like, Brazilians love reality show. And Big Brother is the biggest reality show, you know. And, oh, my God, the parties. Like, they have two or three parties every week. Or oh, you can drink parties. It's insane. Like Australians cannot have this because <laughs> Australians are not ready for this kind of thing, I guess. <laughs> it's really crazy. Like it's wild. They have live bands mm. and they have like famous live bands playing in the house for the Biggie Brothers, for the housemates. So it's it's insane. Like it's really another level. Um, The price is a half million reais, which it's definitely life-changing for a Brazilian. Yeah. Plus when you live there, even if you don't win, you're set because you live with a lot of uh, brands working, wanted to work with you. So, you some people make like 10 million, 10 million reais in like in the first week they leave the house. Wow. It's crazy. It's just nuts. Like, it's crazy. And also, like I like the format because the public can see what's going on. Mm. So, if people have been targeted um, unfairly, the public is always on them, you know, the public is always saving them. So it's really it, the format makes it fair for mm. people because when you are, you know, when you are in this editing format, um, there is not much of accountability towards the the housemates. People yeah. could be nasty. People could be saying, you know, horrible things about each other. But at the end of the day, you probably won't see it at all. You know, like you don't see anything, most of it. So yeah, it's really tough. But yeah. That's why I prefer the live format.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that'd be great for seven plus. We can see Big Brother Brazil. That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great for, for Big Brother Australia uh, to be live, live again. I think the fans would love.
1: Yeah. Obviously, with, with COVID, um, they, they haven't done that. But, yeah, you never know in the future. Um, you know, next season, see how we go. But uh, what's next uh, for you, Lulu, after Big Brother?
0: Okay. So what's next? So right now I'm having a break from work. I'm taking sabbatical. I'm just going to have a mental, you know, mental relaxing holiday, perhaps going to Japan with my husband. It's something that we, we wanted to do for a while now. And I think, yeah, hopefully this COVID situation, you know, it gets a little bit better and then yeah, we're heading to Japan And then let's see what, what, what happens, you know, I'm open for opportunities that are like good for me that are growth opportunities. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to community services. Again, I'm pretty sure I love community services. That's my area that I love helping people, especially the disadvantaged people. So I'll probably go back to it. But again, I'm open for any opportunities that that would mean growth to me.
1: What about a spot in uh, the bolder the beautiful don't 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 you, don't you want to be in a um, soap opera
0: Oh my god I would love that honestly You'd be awesome <laughs> I would love that I would love that honestly Channel 7 hit me up or you know <laughs> We are here I'm happy to talk to you about it I would love to star in a soap opera like mm-hmm. um, I actually I actually um, be, did some extras in Brazil Back in the day, a long time ago, I used to do some extras on TV. Mm. Um, Yeah, it would be a great opportunity. I would love that. It would be fun.
1: (laughs) Well, Lulu, you have lots of energy, um, you know, lots of fun, a great utility player in the house. And I think this podcast, I mean, in the show that you didn't get to see all of you, but with this podcast, hopefully we saw, saw a little bit more about you. So that's really good. Hope to see you at the finale and thank you for joining me tonight.
0: That's great, Aaron. It was lovely talking to you and I really hope we can get to meet on the finale.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, That was Lulu, seventh evicted from Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. I'll be back with the eighth eviction very soon. Good night.